The Golden Boot Pod is proud to announce that merchandise is now available. We have everything from t-shirts and hoodies, to hats and beanies, to drinkware, to wearables and blankets. You can find it all under the merchandise tab at thegoldenboot.podbean.com or go directly to thegoldenboot.com. As always, thank you for supporting the Golden Boot Pod. The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Welcome back to another edition of the Golden Boot Podcast. It's your boy, Pooh Bear. I got my man, Aunt Petty Murphy, in the building. Uh, and that's it. We are one, two, maybe three, depending on how you want to count them. Uh, people <laughs> show it tonight. Uh, but hey, show must go on. How you doing tonight, my bro? I'm good. How you doing, Doc? Hey, it's another day. It's another day. If I be any better, I be twins. I think that's what they say. Something like that. Something like that. But we got uh we got a few things to talk about tonight. Uh first off, first off, uh preseason award watch list. So we have the media preseason all SEC. Uh you've got Ali Gay, you've got BG BJ Ojalari, Mason Smith, Kayshawn Booty. You got for the Nagurski, you got BJ Ojalari. For the Buckets, you got Michael Baskerville. For the Outland, you got Jaqueline Roy. And then for the Ray Guy, you've got Jay Bramblett. Yep. So uh, that's what we got for that. It's uh, a, a lot. It's a lot of talent on this team, dog. A whole it's a lot. lot. Of talent. A whole lot. Um, also, next up, it's some okay. It's something that I think we, we we were supposed to talk about on Sunday, but we didn't get to. Uh, Brian Kelly on the hot seat. So I know during SEC media days, uh, uh, Peter Burns, um, uh, Jordan Rogers, and those guys mentioned it. But uh, the sideline SEC said that uh, Brian Kelly is on the hot seat, or they, they had him listed as one of the coaches on the hot seat. Um, he hadn't even coached a game at LSU yet. Yeah, um, I think a lot of that is the, the Colin Cowherd talked about it on his show today that uh, the media just don't really like Brian Keller because he's not really a likable guy, you know, like some of these other coaches. You know, he doesn't always, you know, give them that you know laughable, you know, huggable type type of guy. So they tend to, you know, kind of. 
dismiss him a little bit whenever they mention the best coaches and all that. So I think part that's part of the reason. And then I, I think the other part is the expectations at LSU and where LSU has been the past two seasons. Whenever you know you you're, you're um, supposed to be contending for national championships and you're going 500, then whoever follows that coach is going to have the pressure to get back to the standard. So I think when you take both of those in the context, I think that's why people are saying he's on the hot seat. But I don't think he's on the hot seat. I, I think he does have a little bit of pressure, but mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, I don't think he's, if he don't win, he's getting fired this year, nothing like that. Completely agree. Um, if you look at his record, uh, his coaching record, um, I know people like to nitpick. Um, he was at Grand Valley State, um, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, uh, and now he's at LSU. But if you look at it, uh, he is the all-time winning his coach uh, in college football uh actively right now but he right. still gets that 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 he doesn't get the the, the love he deserves what, what do you think yeah i i definitely agree uh people try to nitpick and say oh well he he hasn't won a national title then when you bring up grand valley state oh it was a d2 title. you know they try to they try to find a way to diminish his accomplishments anyway i mean he's made it to the national championship game multiple times and there's only a there's only been seven. There's only seven active coaches who's even made it to that game, and four of them who've won. So you you can't you can't deny the fact that he's one of the best in the game, and he's he's definitely a top five coach. Uh, you mean you can you can say because he doesn't have the you know the national championship at this level, he's not above a, a Kirby Smart or you know maybe Jimbo or somebody like that. But you can't put him. You can't you can't put too many people above him. All right, I said in spaces the other night. Uh, if y'all don't come to LSU spaces, y'all missing out on a treat. But uh, we were talking to uh, the guy, um, uh, Irish Bill, I think that's what was, it was his name, uh, about uh, BK and, and stuff. And he talked about he can make it to the national, or he's made it to the national championship, but he won, hadn't won. And I compared it to uh, the argument of uh, Michael Jordan versus LeBron. Michael Jordan faces his toughest competition. On the during you know, going through the Eastern Conference size in the playoffs, once he made it to the finals, as we know, he swept. LeBron swept through. Once he made it to the championship, he struggled. Um, we know that as LSU fans, if we make it through the SEC schedule, honestly, who are we? Who, who's going to beat us? Um, it's the tough. It's been labeled the toughest conference uh, year in year out. They put in the most players into the NFL. Uh, I don't see how you can't you know if you make it through you lose uh as a matter of fact i can't think of it well auburn 2013 that's probably the last time an sec team um lost in the national made it to the national championship and lost i can think of uh because it was lsu but lsu was playing alabama and then auburn to florida state the the, uh the first year of the playoff alabama lost in the uh first round and they lost in the first round but they didn't make the championship yeah yeah no sec team did so all right all right so let me ask you this uh what's the most important game on this or the most important games on the schedule in your opinion week one uh for sure um the at auburn because playing in Jordan Hare is always crazy. Um, playing Tennessee at home and then Florida on the road, I think. Those those are all the t- quote-unquote toss-up games, swing games, whatever you want to call them. But, you know, the outcome of those games can make you go 
from being seven and five to being, you know, nine and three. Yeah. Uh, and just looking at our man Holden Lee says, just bring me the season already so we can shut them up. Bookmark. Yes, sir. I agree. Uh, Y'all just don't know. I've got a lot of tweets bookmarked. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, Me too. Uh, it's funny because I actually had a, a tweet bookmark about Joe Burrow. Um, I had two of them. And every time Joe would win a, a playoff game, I was, you know, sending it to uh, uh, Cole Takes. And this yeah. one guy, he was like, hey, bro, come on. You got to let me live. <laughs> so I was like, all right. And then another guy, he was like, man, you had you had this one saved. I said, I was waiting on it. But yeah, yeah so I, I agree, Holden. I'm I'm the same way. Um, for me, week one, of course. Um, the first SEC road game. It's at Auburn, ain't it? Is it at? Yeah, it is Auburn. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Auburn. Um, and then it's going to be. Um, I'm gonna say this one, and this might might shock some people. Southern. The reason I say Southern, okay. I want to see the. T- so we know the teams that we toss up could be it is impressive yeah. i want to see how you beat the teams that um you should be and do you beat them in the fashion you should beat them good that's point. why good that's point why. good point hey hey what's up Aaliyah? what's up baby love so, you baby that's what i have now i don't think we've done this yet um record prediction for the season i don't even want to give my after blake show Cause he gonna say that you know I'm just doing the old cliche. You know, I got an example, but I ain't gonna say it. We'll talk after this. But you know, okay. it's like the two. Dra- I'm going nine and three. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I I can give you my loss. It's I got one Alabama. I I got, and the other two is gonna be toss up. Okay. One of uh, it's gonna be either Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Or Ole Miss, and then the other one is gonna be either Arkansas or A and M, but them the them the three losses. So, I I mean I I guess I could say eight and four just so I won't be stereotypical, but you know yeah. I'm gonna stick with my nine and three. All right, Tyler Townsend is in the chat. Says what's up, guys from the Green One Three One Great. What's it's up, only baby? It's only one. Yes, sir. So, Proudly too, baby. Proudly. Uh, but my record what you, prediction. What, yeah, what you got? I got eight and four. I've got um, I've got Alabama. Um, I've got Tennessee. Um, Ole Miss, and possibly Arkansas. I honestly think now. Let, let me say this. I think we can. I think we can beat Arkansas, and I think we can beat Ole Miss and Tennessee. So we eleven and one is not far out of my out of reach for me. But I do think, realistically speaking, I think eight and four is the only the only team I I disagree. I don't think I think we'd be Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I think we could be Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Arkansas gonna I, I got them finishing number two in uh really? in the West. Yeah. Really? Okay. We actually have a post. If y'all have not seen it, go over to our uh, our Twitter page. The uh, we of have the people. A, we have the uh a people's post of the week. I mean, or post of the people poll of the week um, going over uh, and is asking, what do you think LSU finishes in the uh, in the SEC West? Say Big pressures in the building. Yeah, Say that three times fast, bro. I know, man. Hey, listen, I, <laughs> and, and I did. It's funny because when we, when we when we made it, I, we made it because we wanted it to be like that. But uh, Lamar Williams, aka Big Pressure, says ten okay. and two. 
Okay. okay. Pressure, tell me those two teams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, and then Tyler Townsend says, I say we can be anywhere from eight and four to ten and two. I agree. I'm with that. Um, I'm with that. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Thibodeau says, I agree with y'all on eight and four, but I think they beat Tennessee, then it's nine and three. Uh, if they beat Tennessee, then it's nine and three. Mm-hmm. Bama, Ole Miss, and uh, Texas AM. I don't see Texas AM being. I don't, I don't, I don't either, but I. I don't, I don't, I see. So y'all kind of sleeping on Arkansas. I see. Okay. I a lot of people. I I think Arkansas is is, is a threat. I just don't. I think they're still beatable though. Very beatable. I think we can. The re- well, the reason why I'm so high on them compared to some of these other teams is they one of the only. Oh, pressure. Oh, pressure. <laughs> that boy pressure saying we beating Bama. Bama. Okay. Yeah, he said Arkansas. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I like he said. The high tech. He said Arkansas and Ole Miss. Yeah, so okay, he got us beaten. But okay, I like the pressure. But uh Arkansas returning their quarterback. Mm-hmm. KJ Jefferson. Yep, the good they got a good old line, good running game, good weapons out wide. But the main thing is they returning their quarterback, head coach, both coordinators. Mm-hmm. And that's they one of the only teams that can say that. You know what I mean? So if you look at you know, Ole Miss, New DC. Look at A uh, and M, New DC, or Ole Miss offense and defense. Baby, you crazy? She said, "Daniel retired." No, nah, he didn't. He's just out nah. for the night. Yeah, he's using his PTO. He got more than me, but um, <laughs> but you know, uh, Ole Miss. They they actually they got a new quarterback and both coordinators. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if you look at A and M. Technically, they got a new quarterback because the one who started for most of the games for them last year is gone, and they got a new DC. So most of the most of the uh, teams in the West <laughs> don't have that chemistry and continuity. Yeah. So that's why I think Arkansas is going to be one of the, the number two team in the West. Holden asked a good question. He says, I'm going to ask y'all, with these record predictions, y'all worried about our talent from a winning standpoint or just worried because of the chemistry with the players and the new staff? Uh, I'll take this one first. I think it's not – isn't talent-wise, definitely no. No, no, it's not talent. Um, I think we got plenty of talent. I think we've upgraded from last year's team talent-wise. Um, what I am worried about, uh, there are cer- certain players that have come in that we did upgrade from that have not played in the SEC – um, for instance, uh, somebody who could possibly be QB one, Jaden Daniels, um, he has, he has plenty of starts, but I mean, none of those starts have been in the SEC stadium. None of them, even, even, and uh, even playing at home in Tiger stadium, is going to be a, a, a big experience for him. Um, then on the defensive side, um, we got Fouché, Greg Brooks, of course they came from Arkansas. But you got to look at uh, Bernard um, Con- was uh, Converse. Um, yeah, Jared Bernard Converse. Jared Bernard Converse. Um, you got him who came from uh, the Big Twelve. Um, oh, let me put that back up there. Uh, you got him that came from the Big Twelve. Um, I'm trying to think of who else we got. Seven, seven banks from uh, the Big Ten, which again they've played in big time stadiums and stuff. But it's just my thoughts of, you know, what they look like. And then how good – my biggest thing, and, and I'm, I'm going to keep saying it, um, I think 
this will be the first full year that Brad Davis has had his offensive line. Mm-hmm. I want to see how they gel. Yeah. If they can gel 10 and 2, 11 and 1 all day, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, as far as me, um, I'm more, I'm more worried about the depth than I am the actual talent. Um, as, as you know, some of these positions, uh, offensive line, we, we got talent, but how much experience do we have, you know, on the second unit, uh, defensive line, we got, you know, we got talent, but we kind of thin in some positions. If you, right. especially if you talk about, you know, the nose and stuff like that linebacker, we got talent, but how much experience do we got, you know, so. If you start breaking down some of these positions, I, the depth is where I really question, and that's why um, I'm I don't see us going, you know, eleven to one or ten to two because you, you're gonna have injuries, you're gonna have, you know, a guy get banged up, and you're gonna have to rely on somebody who don't have the experience. So uh, that's really my my main concern is depth. But experience, all I got, we got experience uh, as far as a starting unit. So it's not really a it's not really a talent or you know experience issue. With the with the starting unit, it's the guys who we're gonna have to count on if one of them guys go down. Agree, completely agree. All right. Uh, so as I like to say, let's move on to the other favorite team in the state, the Saints. Uh, Mickey Loomis came out this week and said, "Don't expect Michael Thomas on the pup list for long." <laughs> he offered any later on that week. Mike <laughs> Thomas was back at practice. <laughs> I think he off. I think he off now, if I'm not mistaken, because uh, Phil Yates uh, tweeted out that he just had to um, pass his physical and stuff. So I'm pretty sure he off. But I do know he uh, he he competed in practice, but he just did not uh, do the um, seven on seven part. The seven on or the full yeah. team exercise, yeah, yeah, what they yeah, call yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, elevens or however you want to say. Well. Uh, Holden comes in and says, uh, "Good answers. I respect that. I really think nine and ten wins can happen. Let's hope, fellas." Uh, yeah, completely I agree. Hey, that boy, that boy, Michael Thomas came back. <laughs> he came back ready, dog. He came yeah. back petty. Yeah, that that interview. Uh, I, I don't, I can't remember the writer's name. Jeff, but Jeff, him, Jeff Duncan. Yeah, Jeff. He told him basically. Uh, he said, uh, "All you've been doing is talking BS. You've been, you been writing out that BS." But go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, yeah, ask your go question. Ahead, ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> then. They asked him how um why did it take so long for him to come back and he just looked up. I don't know, you gotta ask the trainers and doctors, but I'm back <laughs> now, so watch me on the field. Yeah, I love it, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. He posted a picture. I don't think I got it. I I well, I've got the uh actually I do have it. Jarvis Landry, uh they did you know the Saints did the whole team. Uh, pictures and stuff and uh he posted a picture they did a picture of Jarvis Landry with both his well with his you know his Saints uniform um and he also had on the uh, uh had a LSU helmet and a Lutcher helmet um that's right Lutcher ain't, ain't that how you say it yeah I'm gonna get it pulled up so for those who of you who have not seen it um but yeah it was uh it was dope uh I, I liked it, you know, saying just seeing, you know, him being able to, you know, you know, saying represent for the state like completely and full. Oh, where'd it go? Don't be putting all our business out there. Bye. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Got all my notes showing. Oh, come on now. I've been sabotaged. Yeah. But yeah. There you go. There, you go. there we go. So. 
Yeah, I thought it was a dope picture. Uh, I mean, Louisiana through and through, representing for the state. So uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, uh, you know, so it's it's dope to see like teams do this. Like it reminds me of what Detroit did for uh, Ivy. You know, mm-hmm. it's just you know saying mm-hmm. some things are bigger than just um, than yeah. just that organization and that team. And when you represent for a state, so I like that. I I don't know if they did it for Tyron. I would have loved to see them do it for Tyron as well. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. they did, but yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about Tyron doing one too. That would have been cold too. Yeah. So uh next question. Biggest question mark for the Saints this year. Left tackle. Mm. Okay. Okay. Elaborate if you will. All right, you got you got your um Pro Bowl guy who's been there for seven, eight years or whatever, okay. however long. He gone, he in Miami now. So you got the rookie you drafted, uh Trevor Penning, and then you got the um the the swing tackle who was there last year, pretty much Bryce. So which which one who wins that who wins that account? You know, can can they um because you got Pete beside them who isn't, you know, always the most durable. So how much you know is are they gonna be able to rely on him for help? So, um, how how much can they give time, Jameis time? How much will Jameis trust them coming off an of injury? You know, so that that's really my thing. Um, that left tackle position so so you know it's so crucial, especially with you know a quarterback coming off of injury. Yeah, I, I think mine is uh, and you kind of touched on it is uh Jameis. Uh, how how comfortable is he going to be on that on that leg? Um, where do you know is he going to feel comfortable enough to run? Um, is he going to feel comfortable enough to that when the pocket breaks down around his feet, yeah. uh, to to you know say step up or step back or or you know saying make a move plant, uh, you know, step, and he's not stepping to his throws. All that, yeah, I'm... yeah. So that's another question. Uh, I think that's for the. That's the question I have for the Saints. Another one I have, um, uh, Ryan puts up here, he, his his thoughts, left tackle, tight end, RB2, RB3. My question is, who takes RB1 reps when the eventual punishment comes down, when the inevitable punishment comes down? Well, well, well. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. The scuttlebug is that uh, he might not be getting suspended at all. Oh, that apparently, apparently, now I have no, I ain't got no sources or nothing. I'm just reporting what I've seen some people discussing. Apparently, yeah. the video um, of the incident worked out in Kamara's favor somehow. I don't know. I haven't seen the video. Mm-hmm. So if um, if that is the case and he doesn't get suspended or if it's just a game or two, you know what I mean, nothing severe, mm-hmm. then um, – that RB2, RB3 isn't such a big deal. And you uh, having Ingram there, you know, that if Ingram doesn't have to carry the load for four to six games, you know, or they just signed Malcolm Brown, also don't know how much he's going to factor in. But, you know, right. those guys, uh, if they don't have to carry their workload for four to six games and they're just used as RB2s and RB3s, now, how much does that help the offense? You know, what I mean, having those guys fresher down through that. So I mean, it's just 
it's the running back situation is is fluid and it's gonna be very interesting to watch to see how it uh how it plays out. I'm just waiting on you to finish. Kamar, no suspension. Hot take, you heard it here first. <laughs> Let's go. I hey that would be because so initially I think what kind of gave me a little hope. Uh, was how he was kind of he was real kind of uh, confident about it. Yeah, I, I did this and I did. I knew it was more to the story, mm-hmm. uh, but of course we only see all the part where you know it looks like they just you know jumped on this guy for whatever reason. So yeah, and then that's the thing. Like the video could show that he didn't have nothing to do with it. You know, he was just there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we don't we don't really know the situation. So that's why I just kind of just been I've been saying six to eight games you know what I mean just kind of um what's the word I'm looking for you know trying to be worst case scenario type situation yeah. so if, if it's less than that then you know it's just a pleasant surprise what is going on with my Lord Jesus uh-huh over here Sam, I'm trying Samsung. no this ain't even Samsung, bro. This ain't even Samsung. <laughs> but no, I'm just uh so moving on from the Saints, just uh talking about the rest of the NFL. Come on. Um Kyler Murray, his new contract. Some of the details of his new contract have come it's out. Wow, wow. It is it is wow. So with Kyler Murray's contract, hold on, because I want to put this up here. So one, so people can see the numbers. Then to talk about some of the uh some of the other stuff that that goes along with um oh my goodness again technology the, does not want to work with us tonight. The um the clause that got me was the he must spend four hours of independent uh study, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, away from the team, away from coaches, you know, on his own, he has to study for at least four study. hours. A, yeah, four hours a week. That, uh, my thing is, do they not believe that he is putting in the work? Or or is, you know what I mean? Yeah, and so. If, if you're, if you're, if you're Kyle Murray, why did you agree to it? So, apparently, um, that is actually pretty common um okay to have that in there uh it's it's just i i think of the way they worded it they worded it in a way to completely get themselves out oh my god yeah they they worded in a way to completely get themselves out of uh out of uh out of the uh the deal deal, just in case um but the one that got me um they oh also with that four hours of study they cite that distracting activities like video games he can't be yeah doing that in that time he, as well. he, yeah supposedly he a Madden head but um but um if uh-oh, uh-oh let's go let's Paul go Schemes. let's That's go it got to at this point yeah that is a big time pickup that is the uh, kid out of uh out of air force uh mm-hmm. i think he is was he a shortstop or what was he, he was a 
It was everything. Okay, there you go. All right, <laughs> so let's let's do this the, the old-fashioned way. Uh, let me bring this up. So as we stated, you know, saying one of the first clauses was the four hours of independent study per week, mm -hmm. no video games and stuff, no distractions. Um, one of the other uh, clauses that was in there, uh, if Murray participate in any type of baseball related activity, including mm -hmm. and without limitation, a tryout, a workout, a practice, a scrimmage, an exhibition or a game for any baseball team in any baseball league, he will default on his um on his I was gonna say on his loan default on his contract <laughs> and the guaranteed money is out the window. So what are we looking at? Guaranteed. So here we go. Boom. Uh right now this year he's still on his rookie. He gets a nine sixty nine hundred sixty-five thousand with a signing of eleven mil, eleven point seven mil. Next year he has two mil with a signing of a signing bonus of 5.8 um option for another 7.2 uh workout for one uh for another one uh it's going to be a 16 mil cap hit uh as y'all can see I, I got the numbers up there i don't want to go through all of them uh year year two under this contract is way he's gonna make his big bucks base salary 37 mil So yeah, that's 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 big time. Um, Kyle hit the lotto. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know best yeah. way to say it. That's crazy, dog. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, okay. DK Metcalf got paid today too. You seen that? Did I did not see that? Yeah, he finally got. You know, he want he wanted his deal early because yeah. he know that he uh. <laughs> He finna have either Geno Smith or Drew Locke throwing him in the football, so he know his numbers was gonna go down. So yeah, <laughs> it was gonna hurt his look. Yeah, go ahead and give me my money now. Yeah. Um, Holden put up a, a question in there or a comment. Uh, he says, "So when does NCAA come out? Y'all buying it? Holding? I mean, August, yeah, hold it, hold August, that comment. It's twenty twenty three, ain't it?" 2023 is usually is it oh it's usually in july isn't it? i think it's in july think, yeah it's july okay hold that hold that and i will i got some for that i actually have some prepared for that okay. as well okay. um i didn't even know about this so okay yeah um julio to tampa bay any concern <sighs> You said concerns. Any concern Ooh, is that like oh. tomato, 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 throwing <laughs> tomatoes and boo. Yeah, that's my concerns. Gotcha. Um, Julio is like 33, Tom Brady is 40 million. Um my thing, my only thing about Julio, I ain't worried about him being old Julio, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. Um, my thing is he finna kill in the red zone. Um, Gronk, Gronk gone. So you know they still got Mike Evans, but you know without no without Gronk, Brady gonna be looking for somebody. You know, jump balls. You know, back of the end zone type stuff. And Julio gonna kill with that. Right. Uh, Joe Burrow had an appendectomy to uh, remove his appendix, and um, 
<laughs> she said, what was that? Uh, Joe Burr had an appendectomy, remove his appendix. He's still expected to be back by week one. Um, ain't worried about it. Ain't, at, at all. At all. Um, I'm glad he's going ahead and getting this done now so uh, he can make that that run. Um, I didn't put – we didn't have this as a topic, but what, what realistically, do you think the Bengals got another one in them? It's going to be hard because, right, for one, they're playing a tougher schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, for two, everybody know about them now. They can't really sneak mm-hmm. up on anybody. Um, and for three, if you really look at it, last year, they playoff run was, I don't want to say lucky, but, you know, the ball bounced their way. You know, the, everything fell in line. They had to fall, fall in line. So they got better, but the AFC got better also. If you look yeah, at pretty, Denver, yeah. Denver got better. Um, the Chargers got better. The, Ra- the, Ra- the Raiders got better. Um, but that's going to be the, 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 the Browns, AFC West. The, the Browns got better if Deshaun Watson plays. Um, Deshaun I don't know Watson the, is, a, is an upgrade over uh, is an upgrade over Baker Mayfield. So they yes. they got better. Um, I don't know Pittsburgh not really, and I don't think Baltimore did. But Miami got better. The um, I think the Patriots gonna be better. Buffalo still <laughs> Buffalo, so I it that they got they got the talent to do it, but man, it's so hard, bro, because that that AFC is loaded. I disagree with Miami got better. Miami got I mean talent wise they did get, but they got a new coach. First that's, time yeah, head coach. Yeah, that's true. I'm just looking at the talent. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, that's a with Cle with Cleveland, Cleveland, um. They did get Deshaun Watson, but they lost Landry. They lost. They don't have Odell. They got um, Amari Cooper. They lost. Uh, they tight end. I ain't gonna. Even, I'm not even dignifying that Amari Cooper with a what you call it, but it's just. I mean, I think he he he'll be he'll be wide receiver one. But I say this. I um, Deshaun Watson last year. Who who was he throwing the ball to Hopkins. in Houston? Not his last year. Hopkins was already gone. No, Hopkins. Uh, Hopkins was still there. They left. They no, no, leave. my bad. No, Hopkins got hurt. He, there was yeah. one year he was throwing the ball to Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so he don't yeah. necessarily got to have the best receiver. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's talk about two people who who I hear lying um, on quarterbacks. Devontae Adams calls uh, oh. Derek Carr a Hall of Fame quarterback, and then Tyreek Hill says that Tua is the most accurate quarterback. First of all, if uh, you if you're Patty Mahomes, do you call do you call Tyreek and say you know saying WTF? No, because it's a lot of quarterbacks that need to call him and be like WTF. Uh, Joe Burrow need to call him and be like WTF because Joe Burrow more accurate than mm-hmm. Tua. Um, there's a lot of quarterbacks more accurate. I, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo more, you know, and that's saying something. But uh, I think that that right there was just a situation of um, supporting your quarterback. It, it, exactly, exactly. Now the other one, I think, is a little more than supporting his quarterback. I think that's a you know brotherhood, friendship type deal, and he really yes. feel like. He really feel like Derek Carr don't get enough respect. And honestly, I think so too. Now I ain't gonna go as far as say he's a Hall of Fame quarterback now, but you know, I feel like he's he done had MVP caliber seasons. 
Not saying he should have won, you know, but you know, he they were up there with those type players. But both of them line, you know, they exaggerating a little bit. A little, yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Trey Lance, uh, it's Trey Lance time in in San Francisco. Uh, looks like the 49ers are moving on from Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, who, where do you see as a landing spot for Jimmy G? I got two. Go ahead, then. I think one, uh, Seattle is a possibility, and Atlanta. All right, so. I'm going to start with Atlanta first. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Atlanta because mm-hmm. I think Atlanta taken and trying to get – they're trying to get a draft pick. So, they don't want to win really. So, um, they're not – Thankful yeah. Miles Brennan? I'm not dignifying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Seattle, I don't – Seattle – could use Jimmy G and Jimmy G would be a good fit for what they need at quarterback, but in a division, why should I help you? Why should you help me? You know what I mean? Like type situation. Um, pressure said Miami. That's interesting because the head, the head coach at um, the Dolphins was the offensive coordinator last year for the 49ers. That's true. That's if true. Tua, if they go the first six games and, you know, they one in five, two and four, and Tua just ain't cutting it, then, you know, do they make a trade? Um, honestly, the New York Giants could use him. They got plenty of weapons out wide, but Daniel Jones just don't really seem like he that guy. Mm. And I, I kind of agree with BK uh, take over Ryan, too. Um, Houston, Houston Texans. But I just don't – they got some young guys. They got draft picks. Do they – do they really want to take on the money? But I think it's going to be a team who wants to win, but either injury or their quarterback struggling. So, hey, what if, you know, what if that get hurt? Or, you know, what if, you know, somebody like that goes down? I can see it's going to be a team like that, in my opinion. Gotcha. Washington Washington should go get him because he's better than Carson Wentz. But that's neither here nor there. Atlanta uh, going to go get CJ Stroud. Yeah. Either him or Bryce, that's that's probably who they're going to go after. I think C.J. Stroud going to be the better NFL quarterback. All right, let's try let's try this again. Um, don't all right, com- computer, don't fail me now. I got it. All right, so the XFL this week uh, announced the eight cities uh, that will be uh, hosting. Uh, hosting their teams this year. Uh, you've got Arlington, who is coached by Bob Stoops. First of all, I want y'all to pay attention to the coaches as well. Um, hey, and I, hey, but hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Arlington has Bob Stoops. Houston has Wade Phillips. Uh, Las Vegas has Rod Woodson. Orlando has Terrell Buckley. San Antonio has Heinz Ward. Seattle has Jim Hazlitt. St. Louis has Anthony Beck. And D.C. has Reggie Barlow. Shout out to Reggie Barlow, former Alabama State Hornet player, former Alabama State head coach as well. Shout out, shout out. Uh, didn't Bob Stoops get out of coaching because he didn't want to coach no more? Uh, 
that's actually I think that is one of the reasons he got out. And then he didn't coach like the AAF or one of them. No, he coached he coached he coached, a, a, he coached the, he coached uh, the Dallas XFL. team in the XFL. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, last time. But and so then, he, yeah, and he so coached in the bowl game for Oklahoma. Yeah, so honestly, I don't know what it was, but he showed doing a lot of coaching for somebody who was tired of coaching. Yeah, so I, I, I just I'm gonna I'm scroll. I'm not gonna read the names again, but I'm just gonna scroll at these coaches again and, and see if y'all notice. One, it's a lot of former players and some coaches, but um, I don't know if y'all notice what I notice. And I don't know pepper. if you know. It's a lot of pepper in this up. Eight teams, and I had to look this up because I was gonna list. How's list Anthony Beck? I was trying to figure out what did he, how did he identify himself? He identifies himself as African American. So, with that being said, you got eight teams, five African American coaches. That is interesting. Uh, the I you, think, think that says a lot about the uh, Rock, though. You know what I mean? And the represent, and the represent. I mean, you look at the going to Jackson State and doing the HBCU showcase thing. You know, the amount of diversity in, in the coaching ranks. I think that's that shows the representation and ownership. You look at the USFL. The USFL had eight teams and three African-American coaches. I think three African-American coaches and one uh, person of color or, or, you know, however they identify. Um, so all the other leagues seem to be getting it. The NBA is, you know, saying 15 and – and no, I'm sorry. It's it's 15 African-American coaches. Uh Eric Spolstra is a, a Hispanic. Um, is he Hispanic? He Asian, oh, I think. He Asian. Is he Asian? Oh, he yeah. is Philippines. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, and then you got, you know, so you've got, you know, a lot of diversity there. Uh, hockey, no, but we get it. Um, it's hockey, dog. We, it's we, hockey. We, yeah. we just glad we're starting to get diversity among the players. That's hockey, true. You know? That's true. Uh, Major League Baseball has um, has some, you know, diversity amongst managers and coaches and stuff. Um, NFL seems to be the only only league where, you know, head coaches. Good old boys club. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's the same head coaches that they do when they do get african-american head coach they get one shot and you're done so yeah. it seems to me hey that's that's kind of why i want to see what ty bowles does because you know what i mean he he got his other shot after he you know probably wouldn't have you know so that's true i want to see if he can make the most of it but i kind of hope he don't <laughs> that is true um i guess this could have went with the LSU stuff, but all right, let's try this again. All right, don't fail me now. Pistol Pete got his statue finally. Finally, Pistol Pete statue was unveiled. Um, I like it. I like his statue uh, just simply because with the behind the back pass and stuff. Uh, I think they jacked up the half, but. It's dope that they did this. They announced it on his birthday, and then they just released it uh, the other day or unveiled it the other day. But yeah, yeah it's dope. congratulations. Uh, about time. About time. Well deserved. So, uh, hey, shout out, shout out, President Tate too, man. Because it seemed like when he got on campus, 
we started getting a lot of statues and we started, you know, if not just, you know, making them, but announcing the you know, future ones and stuff like that too. So mm-hmm. it seems like he's really trying to put his hand in the athletic department and, you know, not, not metal, but, you know, try to do what he can to empower him and, you know, make it as strong Correct. as it can be. Correct. Um, Kevin Durant still hadn't found his next home. It's been, you know, talks with the Celtics have heated up. Uh, I've seen. I wish Daddy was here for this. Yeah, they, they, they've. I've seen uh, Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart for Durant. I've seen four players for Durant. I've um, seen. I've seen uh, Jalen Brown, Derek White, two first round picks for Durant. Um, so outside of what it would take to get him to make this trade go through, uh, should it even happen? No. If I'm Boston, absolutely not. Um, for one, as you can see, you just offered, you just offered, um, a young star, you know, a solid role player in Derek White, or if, you, if they offer Marcus Smart, then they offered a star and another star, two starters and one is a young star plus picks. And that wasn't enough. And you're getting a 35 year old, I think 34, 35 year old who's injury prone and starting to be on the downside of his career and you're tur- you're, um, you're taking away the chemistry and all of that that this young team has been building i mean they finally got over the hump and made it to the finals and now the guy who was most consistent for you during that playoff run especially the finals you're like hey bow we uh we hey. could get rid of you for a guy who don't we don't even know if he wants to be here or not so I, I just don't think it makes sense for for and if you look at if you look at all the teams who made deep playoff runs they got a lot of, of, of homegrown talent and depth so why why should boston give up some of that homegrown talent and depth for a guy who's like a mercenary at this point and whenever he leaves the team is worse than whenever he came there all right holding lee says talking basketball boy i need in on this Ant knows talking my language. Hey, that's my uh, dog right there. We we always talking about basketball. That's my uh, boy right there. Dylan Smith comes in. He says Boston can still contend without KD. They I'm literally sure. did. I mean, they beat. They. I mean, that's another thing. Boston, y'all put clamps on KD in the first round. Why would y'all give up all that to go get him? Y'all saw what what what, what can be done to him, and you know. So I just don't get it, man. No, I don't think he's uh, so. As you already said, he's a mercenary at this point. Um, uh, why do you need Kevin Durant on your team? You literally beat him. I'm not saying that teams you beat, you know, you don't need some of those players. Um, I think that what they face with Golden State uh, against Golden State is not so much that they got beat because uh, they they were missing certain talents or stuff like that. It was their first time. You could see the jitters. Tate, I mean, Tatum was, was – horrible um and boston was in most of those games until a certain point well well not just this though but they've already improved their team they got malcolm brogdon for Mm -hmm. nothing you know what i mean they signed gallinari you know they they got pieces and they they improved so it just don't make sense you got all this momentum moving forward and i don't know why you would want to take 10 steps back with a move like this uh, Dylan Smith says Brooklyn is probably going to try it one more time with Kyrie and KD and see what happens. I don't think Kyrie is. Uh, I think Kyrie going to be. Well, this is what I think going to happen. This is what I think going to happen. They're going to run it back this year. 
And depending on how it goes by like the All Star break, the trade deadline, mm-hmm. if they look like they contending, and they um, <laughs> if they look like they contending, and you know they they actually doing what we think that they could do together, especially with Ben Simmons back in the role in the mix, you know what I mean? Then then I think that they're gonna try to they're gonna keep Kyrie, try to give him an extension, to work on an extension and stuff like that. Now if they if they Eighth, ninth, tenth seed around that time, they're mm-hmm. gonna try to ship Kyrie for something before he walked, and then they gonna probably trade KD in next offseason. All right, uh, Dobies, the Tony Weaver says, Go New York Knicks or NYK, uh, yeah. go away, Jimmy Dolan. No, was it Dolan? Yeah, yeah, Jim Dolan. Yeah, Z- y'all need to get rid of him ASAP. Hey, but they, um, finna get, they finna get Donovan Mitchell though, maybe so. They can have a backcourt of him and, and Jalen Brunson, two speaking, undersized, yeah. overpaid players. Speaking of landing spots for Donovan Mitchell, you say the Knicks. Um, I don't know. Um, I think it's either there or Miami. Ooh, with, Miami with, with, with Jimmy with, Bullard and his extensions. For those of you who have not seen, I think I got the picture. Jimmy Butler went and got um oh, got his, hair, his hair done. Um oh man, bad chick status. Yeah, he he and he he actually videoed the whole process. Um, did you see that with the video of him doing it that you know no, he had his hair no, braided? No. Um no. she pulled it out, washed it. Uh oh my god, this is so horrible. <laughs> Hey, you know who he looks like? He looks like old boy Malibu's most wanted when he had the. Oh yeah, he no. I'm gonna tell you who he and looks like. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Hold on. Let me get the picture up here, and then y'all can see why what we're talking about. Uh, uh Mux. Uh, hold on. I don't know what possessed this man to do it. Holden Lee, you are. Oh wow, that's a hot take, Holden. All right. Let me. Let me see. So it's not acting. It's, it won't act right. But as some of y'all saw, um, I'm gonna tell you who he looks like to me. Um, Future off of Eight Mile. Man, hold on, bro. Holden said, "With a healthy Jamal Murray, the Nuggets are winning it all next year." Book it. Uh, negative. Only Nuggets winning is going to be uh, uh, Wendy's or Chick-fil-A. Yeah, those spicy Nuggets from Wendy's for sure. Yeah, all right, let's try this one more time and see if I can get this thing. But nope, 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 nope. No one want to cooperate. All right, forget it. We done. Wait, we done. Moving working. on from that. It ain't just working. Go, just go Google Jimmy Butler extension. That's all you got to do. You, ain't got to, you just Google Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, bad chick. Uh, first of all, Ryan, what you're not gonna do is come at me <laughs> for my PC. I need, I do, I do need to reboot it. I've been, this thing been going crazy. Y'all knew all the behind the scenes work. Um, all right, so I got one more basketball question for you. All right. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching or if y'all have been seeing uh, Bryce James, LeBron's youngest son has been tearing it up in Las Vegas and AAU um, basketball. My question, Ant, is LeBron's biggest or best part of LeBron's legacy uh, what his sons do, potentially do in the NBA? It's, uh, well, well, the combination of what he does and then what his sons do? 
I get the question, but honestly, um, whenever I'm looking at his legacy, mm -hmm. I'm not looking at his legacy as a parent. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like and how and how his game impacts their game. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. looking at what he did. But I will say this though, um, if his kids are able to, you know, make it to that level and you know be successful NBA players, I think that it'll show that he what his kids saw him like the way his kids saw him play was more impactful than the way Jordan's kids saw him play because Jordan was an ISO guy you know what I mean I'm just gonna do what I do and if his kids don't have that same athletic ability to do some of that stuff they couldn't do that but mm -hmm. LeBron's game isn't necessarily centered around athleticism so much as it is IQ so that's something that his kids will be able to pick up. So even if they aren't as athletic, they'll still have that same type of IQ. So I think that's one, you know, it just goes to show that I, his IQ was be able to be passed down with Jordan's athletic ability wasn't able to be passed down to his. I got you. I got you. That's understandable. Um, what you think, though? What you think? Well, I think, um, I think his kids, so that's two shots he made that's going to be very, you know, successful. Um, I think that um, his kids going to be, you know what I'm saying, they're going to be better ball players than Steph Curry kids. Uh, no no disrespect to, to Riley. Don't he got a son? Did he just may have a son? I was about to say, I don't know if he have a son. Yeah, I think he, oh, he might got all girl. No, oh, no. I take that back. But I do think he he they will be the most successful uh, father-son duo or father's – Father children duo in the NBA because the only only other one I can think about are the Berries. The Berries, yeah, that's the way they they like the Matthews of the NBA. They got everything. Uh, it's a few other ones, but not not really on that level. I mean, think um, about it. Who who else you got? Uh, you got Clay and his dad, but oh, well, that's a, that's a, Michael Thompson was was a dog though. But yeah, Clay and his dad, but. You put me on I mean, the unless, I unless, unless Sharif, it. unless Sharif show show us something we've seen, not happening. <laughs> um, yeah, you may. That's a good point, though. It probably is because we know it ain't Magic Johnson, son. Um, <laughs> I just caught what you said, boy. <laughs> Uh, but um, but nah, honestly though, like yeah, yeah, I think Bron yeah definitely be LeBron. Like you got Tim Hardaway and his son, um, you know you got you got a few people up there. Clay Clay is a good one though. Uh, obviously Dale and Seth and Steph. Um, but you got some, you got some, you got some guys who. We grew up watching who got kids now, like Dewan Wagner's son, DJ, is like the number one player coming out next year. Kenya mm -hmm. Martin's son in the NBA now. Uh, you know, so I think maybe one like Carmelo's son, you know, what, what's That's he going to be like? You know, so I think you're going to have more. You're going to start pa seeing Chris that Paul more and more. his son. So, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know what so I mean? I think you're going to start seeing that more and more. We got two more. So this one, uh, we've been we've been you know kind of bringing up every so often. Uh, Brittany Griner. Uh, this week we saw that the uh, United States offered up a deal for Brittany Griner 
and uh, Mr. Whalen uh, for the arms dealer that Russia really wants back. We'll see if that happens. Uh, she's already been over there 160 days. Uh, we all know they, what this is. And they said her um, her trial should be ending, I think Friday maybe, and um, mm -hmm. sentencing and all that should be coming. So I think Russia. They said Russia was trying to expedite it, you know, to for negotiation purposes or yeah. for this arms dealer and all that. So it's you know, we know what it is. It's political at this point. Very political. So and. Uh, let me, let, 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 I got a good one for you. So holding, ask the question. So when does NCAA coming out and y'all buying it? First off, uh, we are we talked about when it's coming out. I'm definitely buying it. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. I done already told my wife I got ten years of making up to do on this game, bro. Exactly. Listen, I'm definitely buying it. Um, and oh my god, that Jimmy Pitt, uh, Butler uh, picture popped back up. But uh, I'm <laughs> definitely buying it. Um. See if I can get this to, to, to try to it one it. more time. Huh? I'm gonna try it one more time. Uh, you know what? No, I'm not. Uh, old fashioned way. Uh, but bam, I don't, you know, so of course, I this ain't what it's Ooh. gonna be, but I would love for that to be a cover option. Um, my question for you, Ant. All right, NCAA 23. Um, would it be 23 or 24? 23. Probably 20, it'd probably be 24, though, because huh? they usually 24. do the Yeah, yeah. NCAA 24 yeah. comes out. What features do you want on the game? Bro, me and my coworker just talked about this last week. All right. Yeah. So, for one, you definitely got to have transfer portal on there, for sure. And you got to keep And when you're in dynasty mode, you got to keep your players from transferring, make them happy. NIL, I gotta have Boom. That dog. like yeah. instead of instead of recruiting points, I need NIL dollars. You know what I mean? And how much mm -hmm. NIL dollars am I gonna spend on each player? Uh conference realignment. I uh you know what I mean? Like if I want to decide to, to move the SEC to the Big Ten or something, you know, some I mean LSU to the big, you know, something crazy like that. I need mm -hmm. that option. Um man, uh it was one more. Um there was one more. What was it? Um, oh, oh, um, like Jackson State and all them, you know, all them type of schools. Swax, the HBCUs, yeah, all, yeah. yeah, HBCUs and all that. Actually having like Ooh. the band, you know, like, you know, the battle of the oh, band and like yeah. all that. Yeah, like actually having a little extra game plan stuff with it. I want to see. FCS schools on there, so you can do an FCS playoff. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That would be that would be awesome. I yeah. want to see. I want to be able to um, um, to see style points and see you know support to say, hey, you need so many style points to you know saying to impress the playoff committee. Uh, commi oh yeah, the playoff committee. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, want to see yeah. that. Uh, I want to see. Uh, hey, the playoff is, committee is expanding in such and such years, and mm -hmm. I want to see that. Uh, NIL definitely got to be on there. Um, yeah, sure. As Ryan say, uh, NIL and conference expansion pack definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Transfer portal. Uh, I I realistically want to see uh, you know uh, negotiating uh, NIL deals and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah, I want to see that too. Press I mean, you conferences. Know that, with you the know boosters. they used to. 
You know, they used to do the um, like the recruiting points, and you had to spend so many recruit points. Just change mm-hmm. that into dollars, like you know, mm-hmm. and, and then and have it to where like okay, LSU get you know five hundred, you know, or whatever five hundred thousand, whatever. But if you go to Texas, you get a million. You know what I mean? And make it, you know, make it harder. Like I want to see all that kind of stuff, dog. And then I want to see coaches leaving in the middle of the year and somebody trying to come Ooh. take my coach, somebody trying to come take me and make me go be – like if I'm at – I used to always do this. I used to get like ULM or Louisiana Tech mm-hmm. and go in dynasty mode and have them win the next championship. So, right. you know, if you if I was to take Louisiana Tech to the playoffs and then have like Texas try to come be like, hey, you know, come to Texas now and, you know, try to recruit me as a coach to a different right. school. I like it. I like it. Uh, we are 38 days away from kickoff. Hey, we got a we got a um a NFL preseason game like next week, don't? Uh, I want to say it's two, no, it is like next week. Um, uh, the Hall of Fame game or whatever. Yeah, let's see when it is. Uh, August fourth. Let's August go 4th. Thursday, August fourth. Uh, is the it's the first game. It's Jacksonville versus the Raiders, Las Vegas. So, Let's go. Hey. Football season here, baby. Yes. This 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 seems like this probably been the longest all season. Um, and personally, it feels like it. I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm ready. Well, to go. I think part of it is because there's so many unknowns, bro. Like you had all these head coaches moving, and not just head coaches, but coordinators leaving and mm-hmm. taking job. You know all that. And the only real, the only real thing we know about football, college football this year, Alabama gonna be good, Georgia gonna be good, Ohio State gonna be good. Other than that, we don't really know nothing. You don't. Um, we even got questions and marks about around uh, Clemson for the first time yeah. in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, I, I expect them to be good. They got the talent. But like, uh, B- buddy on uh Blake show said yesterday. They losing both their coordinators, so you know what I mean. And they've been they've been leaning on Venables for that whole little dynasty run they had. So what what they gonna be without them? So what is Oklahoma? That's another. What does Oklahoma look like? What does uh, Michigan? What does Michigan look like now that they finally beat Ohio State? What does Michigan State do? Do they what? You know that last year they had all them you no know, transfers. Can they repeat that success? What does Oregon look like without Cristobal? You know, there's so many questions, mm-hmm. though. It is. It is. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yes, sir. But uh, until then, we'll be back on Sunday, y'all. We'll see y'all. And uh, like that, we out. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter at Golden Boot. On Instagram at Golden Boot. On YouTube at The Golden Boot Pod. On Facebook at The Golden Boot Pod. Golden Boot!
for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.